Christmas time. Amen, amen. Everybody, Merry Christmas. I'm Pastor Marshall. Welcome to Reignite Church. Our philosophy here is we are a church that believes um, that love is the way we're going to serve. In everything we do, we want to love you. Um, if, if we say that we're serving coffee, if we're in the sound booth, if we're singing, if it's not received in love, then it doesn't matter what we're doing. So we want to we love you in so many different ways here as we serve the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are, week, we are in week four of our series called Travel Light. Um, what's beautiful about the, the series is we all have, have been reminded that we are um, here temporarily. We're here temporarily. Um, this isn't our final destination. And so um, if you're like Tiffany and I, when we travel, we usually travel with... Um, I'm hearing a little bit of feedback, guys. Um, when we travel, we, 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 tra- we travel for one day, we travel with all kinds of stuff. Are, are, is anyone like us? You know, when we travel, we take so many uh, extra unnecessary things. You know, if we go somewhere for one day, we got four pair of pants, and, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and it just throws, throws us off because we have so many unnecessary things. And so we're trying to understand how to, un- how to unpack some things spiritually. I'm still getting some feedback. It's throwing me off just a tad. Um, but that's going to be okay. There we go. I think it's getting there. I think it's getting there. No, I still hear it. Um, and so what we, uh, what we want to do in this series is we want to talk about unpacking some unnecessary things. Unpacking unnecessary things that's going to help us spiritually. That's what we want to do. That's the goal in our series. Um, how many of you say you have some spiritual baggage, some, some baggage that you need to get rid of? I know I do. Y'all, y'all are not going to be truthful with me this morning. So anyway, this morning, what I want to do is I want to use for a subject today, letting go of control. Man, I know that hits some people, you know, letting go of control. If you're like me, you want to control everything. Uh, or if you're like Tiffany, uh, this morning I was making coffee and she was trying to tell me how to make my coffee. And I was like, I got this. I like to make my coffee where you smell it, and, you know, and before you taste it, I want, I want the, all, the whole thing. I want all the foo-foo-ness of the coffee. And so she was trying to help me because she was trying to rush me so we can go. Um, but we all, we all want to control different areas of our lives. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to unpack it this morning. We're going to meet in Luke. Luke. Chapter 1, verse 26 through 38. Luke 1, 26 through 38. All right, Luke chapter 1. It'll be on the screen in a second. And what we're going to do here is we're going to talk from the story of Christmas, and we're going to learn a valuable lesson about control. Control. In the sixth month, it says, verse 26, in the sixth month of of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, in a village of Galilee, in Galilee. Verse 27, to a virgin named Mary, she was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Verse 28, and Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Have you ever wondered what was it about Mary that made her so favored? So why was Mary favored? I I wondered about that. Um, We'll talk about it. Verse 29, confused and disturbed. Do y'all see that? 
When the angel came and made his announcement, she was confused and disturbed. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean when he gave this announcement. Some may, some may be confused this morning and disturbed, maybe because the sound was tweaking a little bit. You know, I, I got disturbed. But God's still going to deliver. Sometimes, sometimes we're confused and we're disturbed, even with good things, when good things come into our life. We're confused and we're disturbed. Mm. Mary maybe thought something like this would never happen to her. So she was confused and disturbed. But the angel said in verse 30, don't be afraid, Mary. The angel told her, for you have found favor with God. There it is again. She found favor with God. What is this about this favor? You will conceive and give birth to a son. Do y'all know the story of Christmas? You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name, his, name him Jesus. There it is in Scripture. So why do we call our Lord and Savior Jesus? Because that's his name, the name above all names. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Verse 34. Mary asked the angel, but how could this happen? I'm a virgin. I'm unqualified. How can God speak to me? I don't deserve it. That tell you she was confused and disturbed. How could this happen? Verse 35. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born. The baby that will be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. Scholarship calls this a hypostatic union. It's the combining of the divine with the human. When divine nature takes on human, human nature and it conflates together, you have God in the flesh. It's a hypostatic union. Anyway, let me not teach. Verse 36. What is more, you, your relative, Elizabeth, has become pregnant in her old age. Going back to verse 26, that's how we started off. We said in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy. People used to say that she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. He's confirming because she was confused. <laughs> verse 37, for nothing is impossible with God. You're confused but God wants to encourage you. What he's doing already over in, 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 your, in your cousin, he's going to do in you, but it's going to be different. It's going to be different. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left her. The angel left. Sometimes you get a word from God. He'll speak to your heart. And then it's gone. You don't hear from him for a while. I want to encourage you, hold on to the last thing that you've heard. Amen. Another translation says this about verse 38, because you probably didn't get it. Verse 38 says, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left her. But another translation, the ESV translation says this, that version says, Mary said, let it be unto me. Let it be unto me. 
In other words, whatever you're going to do, whatever God said, let it happen. Did y'all get it? The angel said, Mary said, whatever God said, let it happen. Let it happen if you're confused. You're going to find love, and love is going to probably leave and be separated from you for a little bit. But let it happen. Let it happen. You're going to have grandkids one day, and the grandkids might not come the way you picture they should come. You'll be confused and disturbed, but let it happen. Just let it happen. Uh, One day, Mary said she was confused and she was disturbed about the news that that God brought. But she said, let it be unto me. Let it be unto me. Inspirational author Shannon Alder, she said this, forget what hurt you, but never forget what it taught you. Oh, man. And many, and many of us, many of us have at least one area of our, of our lives that we would want to control this morning. And we have at least one area. And some of us have many areas. But if you have one area, would you raise your hand? Would you, do you have one area that you like to control? You like to control. See, Mary, Mary wanted to control her life. But it was changed this day. It was changed. Her plans were changed. We're living in crazy times, you know. When I served in the military, um, I'm big on security and my family, and I like to be present. But when you're in the military, you can't always be present. And, and one lesson I had to learn that, you know, although I, I can protect them, God can protect them better than I can. And so when I found myself traveling and being away from my family more often than I would like to be, I learned a valuable lesson to trust God and give up control. I had to let it happen. I had to let it happen. And here's what I've learned, even in my own life. You don't always have the power to control, but you always have the power to surrender. I say that again. You don't always have the power to control, but you always have the power to surrender. let, Let me say it like this. God God won't always let you serve him on your terms, church. Family, he won't always do things the way you want to do. We're talking about letting go of control. If we're going to let things happen, we have to understand it won't always be on your terms. Uh, Recently, Tiffany Tiffany and I um, were going to order pizza. She was like, babe, do you want pizza? I was like, yeah, babe, let's get pizza. And so she ordered pizza. Oh, my gosh. She, she ordered pizza. She said, if you want pizza, because I had something else planned, but she said, if you want pizza, I'll go get it. I'm like, cool. Get it, girl. Go. But at the last minute that she was gathering her stuff, I went on and put on my stuff. And she was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going with you. So I get out of the car. She opened the car. I got out of the car, and I got on the passenger side. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm riding with. And she's like, no, you're not. She's like, I'm going to go get the pizza. She's like, if you ride with, that means you drive. Now, I didn't know that she had certain rules to my riding in our relationship. 
And, 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 and I, I kind of, I laughed. <laughs> I still sat in the passenger side, you know, as we went to go get the pizza. But isn't it funny that we're, we're like that sometimes when it comes to God? You know, we, we, we have our own rules and we have our own guidelines to the relationship. And God is like, <laughs> I'm changing all that. Man, we can't control God on our terms. So Luke, the author of this text, he pins on parchment for us. He pins a note for us to surrender to Mary, how Mary surrendered to her, God's plans. He pins on parchment the, the note that says, you got to give, give it up, you got to surrender. And it's a reminder to us this morning that we have to do the same. I don't know who this is for this morning, but if I can be a prophetic voice to someone, What if, I have a question, what if what you're hoping for, God has to disturb you for? We all have our own plans, and we all have our own things we'd like to do. But what if what you are hoping for, God has to disturb you for? You're hoping for a mate, but God is waiting He's waiting for you to build up your relational equity. Wow, wow, wow. You're hoping for kids. You're hoping for kids, but once you have them, you, you, you find yourself praying more than you've ever prayed before. Oh, oh, man. And can I ask you another question? Can I ask you another question? We're just talking. It's Christmas, but we're just talking. What if <laughs> what you're supposed to do, God has to take you through? Yeah, see, when God called me to be a pastor, it took years to prepare me for my ministry. So what if God has something for you. He's called you to it, but he's got to take you through it. I didn't know I would be starting a church. I planned to take a church, but God had other plans, and I had to say, let it happen. See, Mary lived in ancient times, but I'm sure she had her own plans. She was just a young, ordinary girl. And I know we have pictures and statues and, and all these things, these, these emblems and ectuses all over this, that, that glorifies Mary. But Mary was just a young, ordinary girl. Scholarship says that she was probably between 13 and 15 year olds. She was a young, ordinary girl that, that grew up in, in hard, arduous times. She's, she came from an insignificant town, and I'm sure Mary had her own plans. I'm sure Mary, Mary had um, dreams of meeting a, a nice man who, who rode a nice camel, you know, and, 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 and I'm sure she'd rather watch Netflix and chill rather than be a young mom. Mary had her own plans. But I told you she was confused and disturbed. Whatever God said, 
whatever God said. She gave up control. Mary gave up control. And this is important. This is important. Say, Pastor, why is this important? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because faith don't always feel like faith. Faith doesn't always feel like faith. But control doesn't always feel like control either. And some of you know that. Control doesn't always feel like control either. Sometimes, sometimes we, we rather love, but then love leaves. We're trying to control it. So sometimes we, 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 we want to like things, then we lose them. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Control doesn't always feel like control because faith doesn't always feel like faith. Mary, Mary wasn't promised that her faith would, would have a feeling, church, and God doesn't promise you that either. Faith doesn't have a feeling, but faith has a following. <laughs> faith has a following. God didn't promise her that her faith would feel like it. He promised her something better. He promised that in verse 28-ish, I want to say, he promised that I will be with you. So faith doesn't have a feeling. Faith has a following. Oh, my gosh. If he's going to let it happen, he said he's going to get in it with you. And he's going to walk you through. Oh, man. I don't know about you today. But I can get in my own way at times. Man. Planning my way. Your Bible says that the, a man plans his way. A man or a woman plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Go this way. Now walk. Uh, in, in, in this auditorium, there are several ex exits and entrances into the auditorium. Which one does he want you to take for your life? If you go out this one, you might be dead on target. But maybe today he's saying go out this one and have an encounter. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Faith doesn't always feel like faith. But the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Mm. God is saying to us this morning, church, that you don't have to have it figured all out. All you need to know is that he's going to be with you. I said, that's all you need to know. That might be all you got for 2020. That's, that's all you got coming. You, you don't really know how it's, going to, how it's going to go down. You can't really control who you're going to meet. You can't really control how, how things, you know, if you're going to find love and lose it, if you're going to find likes and lose them, you can't control all that. But I can tell you this, God said he's going to be there with you. He said, Mary, I'm going to be with you. He told the angel to tell her, I'm going to be with you. God is with you, favored one. Turn to the person next to you and say, favored one. Yeah. Mary was favored because God considered her righteous. When we accept Christ, God considers you and I righteous in his eyes. So you are a favored one today. Mm. And I don't know what 2020 is going to look like, but I know what I need.
I need him to be with me. I need God, I need Jesus more than I need any present this year. I need him more than anything else. I need God, I need Jesus more than I need the best conference, the best concert. I need him. And you can run around seeking high to high and, 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 and end up in the lowest of the lowest. If you don't need him, get, yeah, you don't need God for the highs of life. You need God for the lows of life. But he'll be with you. And all God needed from Mary, church family, all God needed from Mary, from, from her, was an affirmation of her faith. He just needed her to just let it happen. What I'm going to do for you, let it happen. Do you know sometimes God has, has, has speaking on his behalf as the under-shepherd, he's probably gotten a little frustrated because he has stuff for you, and he's gotten all the way to the clouds of, uh, uh, in the sky, and, and before they came, he had to take it away because you wouldn't let it happen. God was waiting for her to affirm her faith. A confirmation provides proof that something is true, church. Provides true that something is true. It was true that Mary wanted God. And it was true that Mary's plans became God's plans. That's what a confirmation is. But before we leave, is there anything that's trying to control you, I wonder? Is there anything that's trying to control you that, that you're trying to surrender, but you've had a hard time until today? I want to say let it go. Think about that thing. We all have them. Things that we like to control. Our, our children, you know. We, we, we want to control our, our children's play dates, their dates, and their mates. Yeah. We all have things that we like to control. I want, I want people to see me like this, and so we, we posture our pictures on social media to look a certain way because we want people to think of us a certain way. We all have areas that we'd rather control. I want you to say, I want you to understand that we need to let it go. Let it go and surrender. It's better to surrender because you can always do it. Mm. Mm. At this time, um, as I was preparing this week, I, I asked the Lord how did he want me to share this. And um, if I can get a couple of guys to go to the baskets for me. Um, I, asked, I asked God to, to help me with this <clears throat> with this and um, I saw something as I, was, as I was praying over what to do I saw something that was illustrated I thought man let me try this too because I think it's needed the guys are going to pass around just some paper plain paper some pens I need everybody to get some paper get a pen and on this paper with a pen got reignite pens Y'all can keep those, courtesy of your church. But once everybody has some paper, I wonder 
Church family, listen up. As you get your, after you get your paper, just look up here. I wonder, on this little plain piece of paper, is there anything that maybe you would um, write on it that you would rather send, surrender to God? What is it that you're burdened for? I'm just asking you to think of one thing. One thing you're burdened for. Maybe it's a health situation that you need to let go of. You've been trying to control it. You've been trying to medicate it. Maybe it's a relationship situation. You've been trying to manipulate it. You've been trying to work it out. You've been trying to fix it your way. Maybe, maybe it's a relationship. Maybe, maybe it's an anger issue. Maybe it's a fear. Whatever that burden is, whatever that thing is that you're trying to control. Maybe it's a financial struggle or financial thing that you can try, you're trying to control. Whatever that thing is, you know what it is. Write it down. The Bible says that when we, when we write things down, we can cast our cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. So I want you to write down that thing. What are you, maybe it's a habit, maybe it's an addiction. You don't see it as an addiction, but the Holy Spirit may reveal to you that it is an addiction. Whatever it is, write that burden down. Write it down. And my prayer is that you will have the courage to let it go. So as you're writing down, maybe when we have our, our giving, as we worship in our giving here in a minute, and we, we're going to get the baskets again, maybe you give something to God that's a little, a little bit different today. This morning, maybe you'll give God your care, your control of that thing you wrote down. Is that good? Okay. What's so special about Mary's story, I believe that God declares that he will be with us. He will be, he will be with Mary as he was with Mary, he will be with us. Um, what started then will continue now. And so he's waiting on us to affirm our faith. He's waiting on us to, to get in the game and to say, I can do it. The Bible lets us know that Jesus' name is Emmanuel. You know what that means? That means God with us. Yeah, Emmanuel, God with us. So he'll be with you. Somebody needs to know that today. I don't know who this message was for, but God will be with us. What, what was so special about Mary? Why was she so favored, Pastor? This is just my own personal opinion. Of all the people that God could have chose to use, this little girl over here, this little girl in this little city engaged to this young man, God knew that she would surrender. There were more people qualified than Mary. There were more people holier, scribes and, and Pharisees that looked apart. But he chose this insignificant, ordinary girl because he knew that she would let it happen. And God wants to know, will you let it happen? Will you give up control in that area that you're concerned about? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to cast our cares before you.
Lord, Tiffany and I already declared we give the church folks in the church and, and all that this is that we have that we've started, we give it up to you. I can't control it. I can't control who's going to come. I can't control who's going to serve. I can't control who's going to give. I can't control anything about it, Lord, but we give it to you. So, Father, I just pray that those that have the courage to write something down, when the baskets come, as we worship in our giving, I pray that they would cast it in those baskets. I'm not going to read them. We're not going to record them. We're just going to throw them away as we, as we leave. We're going to throw them away. But we, we want to exercise faith to give it to you. Now, Father, for the one that doesn't know you, and we, we always say cliche-like, this is the reason for the season, and that Jesus is the reason for the season. For those who don't know you, I pray, Lord, that you speak to their heart today. And if they, and if they are really, really, really ready to turn it over, I pray that they believe in your son by saying this prayer with me. Everyone saying, Father, everyone saying, Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe in your son. Jesus was born for me, died for me, rose for me, positioned for me to take away all my sins. I cast them to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm a believer today in faith.